Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And today we have Kip starting with a follow-up the previous episode. So the previous episode isn't exactly a great episode to follow up on, but... It's actually the episode before last. Episode before last. Not a great episode to follow up on, but this is kind of just fate, I suppose. Um, Earlier this week, uh, my ancient gerbil Diana, who was my last gerbil out of the two litters that I had, um, finally passed away. I believe Mm -hmm. she was about three, three and a half, maybe. Which is very old for a gerbil. Very old gerbil. Yeah, she finally passed. The strongest um, of gerbils. Yeah, it was very quick. It, she was very comfortable. And then today, or yesterday, yesterday I should say, um, I noticed that uh, my cat Cupcake was quite heartbroken. Um, she's about 17 years old. So I know changes can be very difficult for the elderly. She was really close to Bella. Yeah. She's very close. So... When I got Bella, Bella had just had her kittens handed out by the adoption center. Mm -hmm. And she was the last one remaining. She was the mother. Right. Two years old, so I adopted her. Then the neighbors up the road had a little kitten called... They they had a cat called Noor. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like the neighborhood animal person. And so I was teaching them how to litter train Noor and how to take care of her. And I was like, you have to get Noor spayed. And so they did not. So Noor got pregnant. <laughs> Who saw this coming? No, I have no idea. Like, you don't have protection, you gotta get pregnant? Oh my gosh, it's a mystery. You need to be investing in cat condoms. So, so, <laughs> anyway, so she had four kittens. I actually wanted the black kitten, but my mom said, you can't take anyone home but that little white snowball right there. And I was like, I accept. <laughs> what? Wait, was there a reason your mom didn't want the black kitten? No, I actually, I don't know. I think my mom just liked the fluffy white. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Because yeah. that so, does tie into today's actual. She was a flame point yet? No, Cupcake oh. was pure white yeah, when you, she was a baby. Yeah, I usually, they change her. a lot yeah. from kittens to grown-ups when yeah. that flame point. That fur changes so much. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So she's gorgeous, gorgeous kitten. So um, you just thought she was a ball of icing. I thought, it's, yeah, I told her. Well, actually, I named her after my favorite bicycle. I had oh. a bike when I was little, uh-huh. and it was a really good bike. I remember having it upstairs in our home in Minnesota, and I remember with, I, I got my dad, my dad is a construction worker, I got, I'm, there's going to be some rambling this episode. That's fine. Please forgive me. <laughs> I got my dad's wrench, and I, I, this is how I learned how to like take bolts off. And I took my own training wheels off with my dad's wrench without uh, anyone knowing. Right. And hence propensity with hardware. <laughs> right. It's easy to go from hardware engineer to IT. Yeah. When you have that kind of like, you know, technical brain. It's not that amazing. I was four, but I feel proud. I mean, anyway. That's impressive. People, for four. yeah, four. <laughs> I was a four-year-old. That's a lot of coordination. Like, yeah, this is the same house that happened with my sister, that story I told you before we started recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> same era. So, yeah, also, like, motor skills at that age, like, I, I was pretty savvy with the tools, but not everyone, like, even now, I had a co-worker's like, what do I do? I'm like, well, let's get a Phillips head. And they're like, what's that? I'm like, what's a Phillips head? I'm like, it's the, the cross. It's the cross. <laughs> 
Find the plus sign. Not the flathead. Not the flathead. The two common screwdrivers. It's called a flathead because you see the head of it. It's flat. Yeah, it's not like I'm giving you a hard one. It's not like I'm telling you go get me the like uh, the hex bit, the hex yeah, bit, yeah. or like one of the Allen wrenches or something. Exactly. You know, there's a thing called who's like, Allen. Yeah. <laughs> Security screws, and they require specific drill bits. And I hate them. Mm. Yes, anyway. Yes. I loved that cupcake bike. It was called a cupcake bike because the seat of it had cupcakes on it. Ah. And I looked at them and I was like, that looks delicious. I love this bike. This is my favorite bike. So that bike was lost in the divorce. Yes. Um, I'm sorry that your dad wanted your dad a divorce. <laughs> well, okay. So I this assume is what it happened. stayed at his house. I didn't mean to go into this much backstory, but it's <laughs> it's it's my dad's not malicious. My mom just was like, we would take trips from Minnesota to um, Indiana on Lake Michigan. That's where mm-hmm. our parents lived, and so this was our summer trip to the lake. And then my mom was like, all right, you can go home without us. I'm staying with my mom. We're getting a divorce. Bye. And that was the divorce. And so I didn't really get a chance to choose to take my bike with me. Uh, And my dad wasn't abusive or anything. My mom just wanted an easy out. Yeah. It's fine. Like, everything was fine. It it works out. It's just anything like that is very jarring for a child to just. That's a pretty, you know what, like. Your mom's nice, but maybe, maybe this a little. This is just the way she does. This is who she 100% is. Hundred percent her personality. I actually told my husband this story today because I was talking. This always happens. I keep talking about my cupcake bike because it's cupcake. So, so I told this to t- Matt today. So okay, cupcake. Let's get back to the cup, so, the important he's like, cupcake. That's so your mom. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, so that's where cupcake got her name. Okay, good um, to know. But, uh, yeah, when I brought Cupcake home, she would nurse on Bella, and mm-hmm. Bella loved it, because Bella had just lost all her babies, they were mm-hmm. all given away. So, surrogate mom, surrogate baby, it was perfect. And they grew up together, and they've known each other their whole lives. You know, so it was it was kind of perfect. Um, and then Cupcake, uh, you know, obviously got pregnant because I didn't have the means to get her neutered, even though I was the, hey, go get your cat spayed neutered person. Um, I was also, like, 17, and I didn't have a job or a car. No, I had a job, but I walked my job. (laughs) Anyway, so it just, I was very sad that she had a litter, but it all worked out in the end. Um, So I still have boy. So right now I'm down to one cat, but, um, you know, Cupcake just... Like, I, I was just doing the quality of life math in my head, and yesterday I just, I knew that... You said was, she hadn't eaten in, like, four days. She hadn't eaten in a few days. You know, her teeth were bothering her, but on top of that, the vet had already told me that her kidneys were an issue. And he said that, you know, you can take care of the cat all you want, you know, as good as you can, but, you know, more often than not, what gets them is kidney failure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And with Cupcake, that was the case. Cupcake and Bella. Yeah. In both cases, that, that was the case. Yeah, kidney disease is extremely common. Yeah. Cats. Yeah. So, anyway, so it's 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 been a rough couple of weeks. I lost Bella. I lost Diana. I lost Cupcake. And I knew, I actually told my vet the other, like, a couple of visits ago, I was like, yes, I have... 
three senior cats, which was a mistake because I've set myself up to have them all die very close to one another. But honestly, I didn't expect it to be in a matter of two weeks. Like, I was thinking it was going to be, like, six, twelve months, you know, like a good, you know, like, I called my boss on Friday. Because I work a nine-to-five, Monday through Friday, so I don't really get weekdays off. Um, You know, typical nine-to-five. And I called my boss, and I'm also chronically ill, so I take time off to (laughs) just not... You know. What are, are you so, taking care of your health and trying to yeah. continue to I'm, work the job? They're very understanding, but I it was like it got to a point where I call I I actually asked for a meeting and and I called him and I talked to him and I was like, hey man, oh, <laughs> I'm, I, I, you know, and I was just talking to him about like, you know how much time I take off and I was like I just am to, I uh, I just was honest with him I was like I lost one cat I lost my gerbil my last gerbil I, and I'm losing another cat probably tomorrow and I am just I told him that it feels like he's from Florida so I gave him a Florida analogy it feels like I keep trying to get a breath of air, but every time I try, I get hit in the face by a wave. That's a fair analogy. And that's the most honest analogy I could think of. And he was like, first off, my man, I'm a lover, so you don't say no more. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's... And second off, I, I'm from Florida, and I get it. <laughs> so, so, and we talked about animals for a while. I have a really amazing boss. And, yeah. Yeah, a great job. And I'm very happy for that. But they, I was able to, I was very fortunate, which I know a lot of people don't get that luxury. I was very fortunate to get some time to just. I mean, it shouldn't be a luxury. Cause it should not be a luxury. Because exactly. they are members of the family. Yeah. 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 But the good news. I'm glad you were able to be off. Is you were off and you got to have the time and. Yeah. I spent the whole day with, with Cupcake and I, I got her some. She wasn't eating, but I, I opened up a can of tuna and drained the tuna juice out. And she would drink and it. And she was just. And she loved it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got her a little, her favorite little treat. And, you know, just petting her and spending time with her. And she just was loving it. And, yeah, that sounds you know. like a good, a good last day. Yeah. That's not what the show is about. No. I just wanted to make that announcement really quick up top because I like to talk about my feelings. That's how I... It's cope. also part of the... Yeah, it's update. part of the show. Yeah, yeah, it's an update. So thank it's... you guys for listening. Yeah. It's been a rough couple of weeks for old Kippy Koo. Kippy is doing well and... Our, our theme for the episode... Well considering. Yeah, Kippy is doing as yeah. well uh, can be considered. I feel that. like... Yeah. I feel like I've... I cried all I could cry yesterday. Yeah. And I mean, today, there's a finite amount that most people can cry. Yeah. yeah. And today I'm just kind of, like, coping with the new normal. Yeah. And it's not the first time I've had to deal with extreme tragedy, but... Yeah. No, it's not fun. <laughs> No, I mean, when it's inside of your own, your home. Yeah, when it's inside of your home, you don't want it. I mean, it, it shouldn't be common, but I'm I'm experienced enough with, with such things that, you know, I, I'm, I'm like hunkered down. I feel like I'm hunkered down. I've got my blanket, and I'm just like, all right, here we go, you know. So that's, that's the announcement for Kip Home. So. Well, um, 
I love you guys. <laughs> the good news is, according to all superstition, mm -hmm. there's only three deaths in a row, so you're done. You're I'm done. Safe. Bella Diana Cupcake. You're good. No other... I mean, also, age-wise, all the rest should be fine. Yeah, yeah. everyone's young. All boy. the tarantulas, I'm pretty sure, are young. young. Boy is 15 and strapping. Yeah, he also... He's, he's still the terror of the neighborhood. He'll, terror of the neighborhood. He's so a little pudgy, good. but, you know, we're good. But that actually leads into our original topic for the show, because it's Halloween month. We wanted to do something spooky. Ooh, cat ghosts. Cat ghosts? No. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah, I cat ghosts, they're probably in this room. Hey. There's one, at least. That's There's why we're never... Trouble. Hey. Hi, Trubs. Aw, Trubs. Um, I got the Ouija board over there. Oh, oh my gosh. We are not... We very, we're not starting the Ouija board over there. Yes, I have seen that. Right? But no, what we're actually going to talk about is pet superstitions or just animal superstitions. I have two main topics today because there was a lot more on black cat mythology than I thought. So we're going to be covering black cats and grims today. Mm -hmm. So does anyone have any idea where the origin of the um, black cats being of witchcraft or the devilry could be come from? Uh, misogyny. Kind of. I mean, anytime it has to do with witchcraft. <laughs> it's actually way before the Anglo-Saxons. Really? Greek mythology. Huh. Yes. Anti-cat? No, 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 no. So, Greek mythology, um, I'm going to have Heath pronounce this name for me. That G name. Galinthius. Galinthius. This will be fun because I'm not good at pronouncing names and Greek names are hard for me. <laughs> so, Greek myth with Galinthius. Mm -hmm. uh, Galinthius was a servant of Hercules' mother, Alcamini. Alcamini, yep. Alcamini. Sounds, sounds legit. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is, um, Hera didn't like Hercules' mom because Hera is, Hera is a jealous woman and her husband's a slut. Zeus is a fucking slut. Zeus is, a, Zeus is an absolute Everyone whore. knows that, yeah. Yes. So, Hera went to the goddess of labor, uh, Lucinia. Lucinia? Yeah. Lucinia, and told her, hey, don't let that bitch have her baby. And Lucinia's like, cool. Love you, Hera. Totally down for this. So, um, she was impeding the birth of the child Hercules by crossing her legs and hands, not allowing her to give birth. And our good hero, uh, Galinthius, was like, oh, I see her right there. I know what to do. So she's attending to the mom. She goes, guys, the baby's born. And, Galen and uh, Lucinia is like, what the crap? And like spreads out in surprise. Mm -hmm. And then Hercules is born. Nice. So <laughs> she saved her, her nice... Um, I guess employer since she was a servant um, and allowed Hercules to be born. But guess what? Hera's also a petty bitch. Mm -hmm. Hera did not like this. So Hera turned Galinthius into a black cat. Oh. There are other versions where it could have been a weasel, but it's like 50-50 about the translation. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to go with black cat yeah. because another thing is Galinthius, she stayed with uh, Hercules' mom for a while but then needed more protection, so she ended up under the goddess uh, Hecate, yeah. who is yeah. the goddess of witchcraft and magic, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and became a servant of her. Yeah. So black cats being related to witches could Very have familiar. something. And for a familiar, so that's where some of the legend could have come from. And there's also a Norse mythology dealing with cats. Um, who knows who is the goddess of magic? 
from Norse mythology. Does anyone know? Uh, no. I haven't really studied Norse mythology, to be honest. I did, and it I forgot everything. It, it's, <laughs> it is, um, but Marvel doesn't touch all the no, aspects or symbols. It's also a different take, but um, Freya, actually. Oh, Freya! So Freya, head of the Valkyrie, namesake most likely the reason we have Friday, Freya's mm-hmm. Day. Yeah. She is the goddess of fertility, war, love, sex, beauty, magic, and death, kind of, because death she she takes the souls to Valhalla, and she gets half, and the other half go to Odin's Hall. Right. But she's not like... She'll transport death of the warriors, basically. She's not, like, the death god of... Because I think that's actually hell. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I think hell is the actual who's, like, a child of Loki in the original mythology. Um, If I can remember that right. I could be wrong. I know Marvel depicts hell as the sister of Loki. Yeah, well, that that has a little... But that's Marvel mythology. But also, like, (laughs) mythology is an ever-growing, changing thing based on stories told from... It's almost like they're great stories that are being told throughout history. Yeah, they're... uh, Therefore, we'll have some variations. Yep. But Freya is also... She's the goddess of cats. Oh. And the reason yeah, yeah. why is what a great goddess. She, so that's fun. Her 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 actual chariot was pulled by two cats. Yes. So oh my gosh, her chariot was pulled by two. Yeah, two uh, magic cats. There's a whole. So I have the myth. So the myths surrounding these two cats are Bigol and Trigol. Bigol and Trigol. And how it happened was Thor was around her house going da 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 da, and she's like, <laughs> as I, Thor does. As Thor does. <laughs> Thor is really what he does. He does kind of just kind of make trouble in Norse mythology. Like he's mm. a good hero, but he like just kind of bounces around. It's kind of big and loud and. Look, he's pretty. He is pretty. He is a very pretty. It's man. almost like he's a lot like Hercules. A little bit, yes. Hmm. Like with the thunder and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's Thor. Hair, so Thor. So Thor was fishing around, and Freya's like, "Go somewhere else. You're being loud." GTFO. <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, fine. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go." So he goes yeah. away from Freya, and he's fishing, and he hears this lullaby and starts like dozing off, and then he's like, "Wait, I'm a warrior who has many enemies. I'm going to investigate this lullaby," and comes across. A father cat singing to his two kittens. Yeah. And he's like, are you trying to murder me with your song and sewing me to sleep? And the cat looks up at him and he's like, no, yeah. Thor, this isn't about you. <laughs> Hi. I am a single father to these two kittens, and they need sleep, and so that's why I was lulling them. And Thor's like, oh, okay. Well, my sister likes cats. Do you think, like... I could get them a home with her. And the father's like, these are two very special kittens. And then Thor's like, I'm offended because I'm offering them to Freya. And the cat's like, before like they could actually talk, Thor's like, I'm going to punch you. The cat? Oh yes, the dad the cat. Dad. Dad, dad father. But the dad cat went, you know what? Fuck off. I'm turning it into a bird and he flew away. Sure. Without the kittens? Yeah. Well, he was a bird. Kittens are heavy. Um, but Thor went. He abandoned his children. To, <laughs> he got punched by. He was being attacked Thor. by the god of thunder. <laughs> I guess he also, did have an argument and called him out on his bullshit. Though yeah. he, he said, "Thor, the world's not about you." And Thor was like, Thor, "Excuse me." You caused those children to be abandoned. So he took the abandoned kittens and gave yep. them to his sister. Yep. And Freya he loved them. them. He would have come back. Freya did love them. I think there's uh, variations on what colors there were, but the symbol for Freya is actually a gray cat. 
Mm-hmm. So black cats, cats mixed with magic, a lot of the symbolism seems to associate them with uh, deities of witchcraft. And that's probably where a lot of, especially Christianity and sections bringing in like, oh, the black cats are no are are, are are mixed in with symbols of magic and yeah. familiars. So. Also, I got it mixed up. It's not Hercules. It's Zeus. The throws thunder. I'm trying to oh yeah 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 Zeus is. I'm trying to I'm trying to draw correlations between mythologies. It's one of my favorite. I, I love seeing oh, how yeah, common yeah. things are. There's there's a really fun thing like a Germanic uh, story is. Siegfried is a very big tell in German mythology, and a lot of it has like a lot of crossover of like Achilles and like Greek because he gets dipped in a river for immortality. But instead of like his ankle, it's like something else. His dick. No, it's not his dick. <laughs> it, it, he like, has like this I'm belt too. <laughs> I think that would be better when known if it was something like that. <laughs> no, no, it was it was something to do with like. I forget exactly mm-hmm. what, but it was like a leaf. No, it was a leaf fell on his shoulder. Yeah. And so that was where he was vulnerable is because right. the, the water didn't touch him because a leaf fell on his shoulder. Right. Yeah. It's something like that. No, Siegfried's a fun little dramatic. Uh, I mean, that's but, not even mentioning the similarities between Roman and Greek. Mythology. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're basically just a giant from the Roman Empire taking oh, over Greece. Names, yeah. And, and complete full silver. Um, but that is um, my two biggest, like, mythologies. So, where I think the history is. And I have some more fun history cats, black cat superstition. I don't know the reason why this is, but specifically in Germanic medieval belief, if a cat crossed from left to right, your your human soul will be cursed. Mm. Right to left, you're fine. Left to right, though? Mm-mm. Cursed soul. Don't really... Right to left, cursed soul. I tried to uh, find out if there was an origin story behind that. I couldn't find one. Hmm. That's really dumb. Okay. So, my other cool history fact is about actually a lucky black cat. Nice. So we think of ancient Anglo-Saxons and British as very anti-black cat, right? Mm -hmm. Guess what? There was a king who loved his black cat and considered him lucky. Nice. So this king, probably not a great king because most uh, British monarchy have their skeletons in their closet, but King Charles I had a very pampered black cat named Luck. Oh, and he loved this cat. He was this beloved pet that he thought. And here comes lucky the lucky black. Cat. Oh yeah, and <laughs> I just have. <laughs> you can be luck for this episode. So here's the thing: Charles might have had something to his lucky black cat mm-hmm. because he had a decent reign up until the day after Luck passed. Oh, no. oh wow! He was dethroned by the troops of Oliver Cromwell. Oh my gosh! So literally, he lost I his lucky. Coming, you guys! I'm gonna get dethroned from my log cabin because of your lucky cat. Well, <laughs> lucky well you still cat. have boy. Really oh, is. that's true. Boy's the defender of the peace. Yeah, boy's boy's pretty uh, lucky. Yeah, and they had better, uh, you know, animal health care back then. Yeah, mm. I also have. I mean, not really. It's probably not a great dude. But anyway. Yeah. So uh, that that's my really fun. Like I didn't even know this. Like I've. I've seen a lot of English history, so I was like, I've never even heard this story about how there was a, like a medieval king, or I guess maybe he wasn't medieval. I forget what the time period was because I'm bad about that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But but like Oliver Cromwell being an important guy, like I think he yeah, started I've heard that name before. I'm going to not say it. I think he started the War of the Roses, but I could be wrong. And 
I've heard the name at some point. I'm going to do a live Google. I'm going to be honest. I'm not super interested in European history unless it involves plagues or something crazy. War of the Roses was pretty interesting because it was a big, like, upheaval in, like, the monarchs of the time. It was Lancaster. Was it Cromwell? Was Cromwell part of War of the Roses? I cannot find. What were you part of? English Civil War. That's what it was part of. Ah. Which makes sense since he overthrew the king. Yeah. Was that part of the War of the Roses? I don't know. <laughs> Guess what? Name your wars better. Name your wars better, everyone. <laughs> Name your wars better. Where I can remember them. Goodness gracious. Like okay. The war of 1812. Yes, that's a great war. If we just name wars that way, I mean, the I, great war. I, I do like the great war. Their Great War is a great thing. It's mm-hmm. like a really good name, and it's also this sign of na- like naivety, thinking mm-hmm. this is the only big skirmish the countries would ever have, mm-hmm. and has this idea of hope. Anyway. I actually have a black cat story. Oh, tell me your black cat story. And it'll be quick, because it's from today. Great. Um, it was, well, it was um, when, uh, it's, okay, so I just want to emphasize that, that my vet is, is an old guy. Oh, no. <laughs> what did our sweet old man say this time? Bless his heart is all I have to say. Big old sweet Georgia bless his heart. But after we got done with the appointment today, he looks at me dead in the eye and he says, anyway, we've got three kittens downstairs. Do you want to see them? <laughs> wow. <laughs> A say. little too soon, buddy. He's also trying to get the phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, wait. <laughs> You just lost yeah. the pet. You have a I, hole in your heart. Yeah, hey, look, you have a Is giant gaping wound. I'm going to try to, we can stuff a kitten in there. currently. If yeah. I stuff a kitten in there, you'll be fine, right? This animal will have a home then. That, that, was, that was how my behavioralist tried to sell me on getting another cat for Oliver. It's like, trouble's old. I'm like, that's an accurate. Look, first off, shut your mouth. <laughs> no, well, that was no. just about the total count. Trouble's yes. old. <laughs> yeah. I still, every time I come to visit your house, I touch his statue on the Aww. top. Every time. Aww. I love I didn't know you did that. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen them do that. I freaking love uh, I will <laughs> say, by the way, after that, Trouble's health went up again after that statement. <laughs> yeah. so, Two middle fingers from Trouble. <laughs> yeah. Doing oh, great. oh, no. Ingrid yeah. loved Trouble. You so, know. but Matt and I did talk. I, I told my vet, no, yeah. thank you. <laughs> but, like, Too soon. Um, yeah, but um, on, on our, our way home, uh, Matt and I were talking about it, and we did say that we're not getting another cat anytime soon. It's I am suffering, you know. Um, but um, I mean, you I, haven't had your dogs very long either, so yeah, you're still true. raising I'm, Charlie. I'm still yeah. raising babies, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. giant fifty-five pound He's babies. Still a puppy. So, so was one of but, the kittens a black cat? Well, no. What we were saying is that if we were to adopt another cat, we would want to get like a one to two year old black cat, you mm-hmm. know, because then it's an adult that knows how to. I don't want to teach a baby how to do anything. I'm I'm really tired. Cat, I will say cats are the least thing you need to teach. They yeah, instinct, yeah. No. They usually know. So so I would want to get an adult because they're less adoptable. Yes, yes. And I would want Matt and I agreed we're going to get an adult and we're going to get a black cat. Yeah, when we're ready. That's that's our plan. Because so. sadly, part of the whole black cat superstition is there are people who they're less likely to be adopted, which I did actually read an article where it explained that it's not only they're less likely to be adopted. Part of the reason that actual algorithm's a little uh, skewed is because 
majority of animals at shelters have black in them in the mm. description. So it's actually right. more it's it's more common to have a black cat in the thing. Mm. So they get euthanized more because there's higher volumes of them. It's not necessarily right. because people hate them. It is some of it is the numbers game playing against them. Yeah, it it is kind of interesting, and in, and in, you know I see your point. Um, like I, I was I was gonna make a point that, oh, that when ahead. I went to the the humane society, you know, because you do that when you're an animal lover, you right. I, I guess go to the animal museum and give them love. Um, <laughs> like, you know, that's a bad way of putting it. But, you know. The animal museum. <laughs> you know you're not going to take anyone home. But, but, not the, but not the zoo kind. <laughs> not the zoo kind. You know, yeah. So, so, you know, on one of my, on, on the trips to the Humane Society, I, I feel like half of the cats are always solid black. Yeah. You know. And and maybe that's just my brain. I don't know, but but that, that's what it seemed true. like. Yeah. yeah, that was Sounds kind like of a dominant trait. That was one of the articles mentioned that where it's not necessarily like there does play superstition into it, which I find really funny because, like for example, my mother is a Southern Baptist woman, like through and through. Mm-hmm. All her cats, like except for trouble, all her cats have been black. She has no, she's like, and she posts proudly, like, Black Cat Adoption Day, love hashtag, black cats. Hashtag Black Cat Adoption Day. Yeah, like, like she's a, like, she's like, that's superstition stuff. It's really funny, because yeah. she gets hang-ups over other things with her religion, but, like, the one thing I will give to my mom through and through, she's like, no, it's a black animal, sweet. Why you, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just a color. It's a shadow with eyes. Oh, no, my mom, like, that's one of my favorite topics like my Talking mom is yeah my mom and her animals are adorable so, i will say not the most creative name shadow and midnight but you know <laughs> what lean into it i'm gonna i'm gonna get a black cat i'm gonna name it snowball nice <laughs> just to snowball. just to be a dick <laughs> yeah uh you i was just like you could name it obsidian you could name it coal you could name it Something more interesting. I think I would take Smoky Sprinkles. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. They they are happy, lovely cats who have a nice home. Yeah, I mean, mm. I feel like a lot of the reason, not really a superstition these days, that black cats there are so many in shelters not being adopted, is I think I when was... people go in to get a cat, they're like looking for a brighter color, one that stands out more. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing. There's another like statistics, more like distinct patterns. Apparently, yeah, full distinct pattern. Yeah. So Turquoise. I mean, they're little shadows tor- or voids. Tortoise shells yeah. are apparently like out of the pattern cats, the least adoptable pattern cats because they're messy. Because they're messy. Yeah, they it's, have a messy or at least that's the theory. They have a me- they don't have clear cut colors. I Unfortunately, I used to kind yeah. of view them that way. So uh, yeah, Heath was part of the problem. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I had a I had a tortoise shell, and she had the split orange face. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. Oh, those are cool. I named her Whiskers because her whiskers were different colors. I love whiskers. She was a good cat. Yeah. I will say, like, I do, like, range. Like, all of our cats look completely different. Yeah, I like having a bunch of different colored cats. They're yeah. Very distinct. You gotta have the tabby rainbow. It is kind of a collection. In a way. But I mean, also... I don't view them as an animal object. But no, like they're yeah, 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 yeah. an array of It's just cats. nice to have. It's them. nice. Yes. It, it's easy also to distinguish. I've collected... Yeah. Yeah, like, all the tabbies. Like, oh yeah, that's Loki. That's the one. Yeah. The only that's ones who I don't have a black tabby, and I don't have like the gray and orange mix. Yeah, you've talked not about super uncommon. I kind of want yeah. those at some point. Gotta anyway. catch them all, poke them on. 
Mm-hmm. I love tabbies. <laughs> you do anyway. love tabbies. Um, so on top of uh, fun cat history, I do have some good cat luck. Like there in other cultures, black cats actually mean good luck. Um, even in England, I think it's specifically Scottish, but I don't have notes here. Mm-hmm. I just have English. But it was thought to be a good luck gift to give a new bride and family a black cat because they would bring them prosperity and nice yeah so so america thinking that black cats are not lucky and that being the predominant point of view is mostly from the puritanical point exactly it's from the we're filled no i'm not gonna say no (laughs) i'm gonna Um, say some nasty things yeah Yeah. japanese have the whole myth of the lucky cat which there is a the neki neko the The, uh mythology from that is actually pretty cool because it started off as a poor priest at this (gasps) temple feeding a stray cat and that cat um, continued to be at the temple. They had a passing by samurai who uh, was sitting down under a tree and the cat was like being cute across the way and the samurai followed him over. And as he did, lightning struck the tree he was under. So the cat saved him. And it turned out that samurai was also a wealthy noble who left money at the temple to allow them to continue their work. So that's I where love that the story so much. That's the where, Japanese are so cool. <laughs> so that's where the lucky cat. But there's different colors and they mm. have different meanings. The black cat specifically is actually lucky for singles. Okay, and they're thought to bring good suitors into a home. So what? if you are a single, if you're a single lady, get yourself a black cat. A black and cat it will Do you have to go walk your black cat? Like you know, No, it being in people. the home, I think, is the good luck charm. Oh, okay. Because there's also association with feng shui in black cats. Like, yeah. if you believe in the feng shui um, style. <laughs> oh, great. Yep, lucky yeah. black cat licking their butthole right now. Yeah, Loki awesome. has displayed himself on yep. the desk. Also, you can't hear him because he lost the Halloween collar that I put on him, and I haven't found it in the house yet. <laughs> It's not so even his. Yes, it will turn up. Silent shadow. He's very happy. He's a very clean bottom. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. So nice. Feng Shui believes that black cats bring luck to the home, but also help keep out evil spirits and ghosts. Mm-hmm. But if you do not have a black cat of your own, you can get a black cat uh, statue and face it north, and it will have the similar effect. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I actually went on a little sidebar to finally study feng shui. Yeah. And I shut uh, I shut it down. The, my, no, it is too complicated. It is very complicated. It goes into birth charts and oh stuff like that. I know stair- it, walking oh directly God. into a stairwell is bad. <clears throat> like if your doorway opens up into a stairwell, it's bad. There's oh, also thank God my stairwell is to the right. To the right. It's not directly. I mean, it's probably questionable, to be honest, but who knows. I know a little bit about feng shui because Animal Crossing, when they had the happy home thing, oh my they gosh. had some feng shui kind of in it. It's not mm. fully, but like, yeah. it's like, like bits and pieces. I would, <sighs> when, yeah, when I, when I, when they said birth chart and then they started showing the page Ages of data, I was like, I'm done. I'm never going to yeah. know feng shui. I will never get it. <laughs> Look, that's why you get your uh, very Chinese mother-in-law to teach you feng shui. Yes, there you go. You I have to go marry a... You know what? Actually, one of my to... best friends is half Chinese. I Great. Mom ask ask his mom. And then his actually, mom... I think he did mention when I was talking about it that his mom does know some feng shui. Okay, that would, I was like, but then again, you don't want stereotype because not every... Chinese person follows feng shui. No, no, no. I do, yeah. 
But um, he, does, he definitely does not. His house is garbage. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. Richard, I love you. You're fine. <laughs> so if we also want to get into the most superstitious people, mm-hmm. theater people. Oh my god! So I'm theater people now. Theater oh people have a myth about cats. Okay, all right. Rock if on. a cat um, is in the theater on opening night, it will bring good luck and prosperity to a long show run. Nice. So I wait. Yes. So somebody brings their cat? Um, it is specifically in the audience. In the audience? Yeah, I don't know if this comes from, like, you know, back in the day, like, theaters were open air or, like, in a bars, and they'd have, like, bar cats and things like that. Do you have to see them, like, in a seat, or can they just be walking? I kind of like the idea there's a reserve for the cat, like... Yeah, but they how would they see? know for sure? Everything's for cats. How Everything's for cats. Oh, there is another section of that where if, if the cat walks across the stage, that's bad luck. They have to stay in the audience. No no cat participation in this show. Really so wait, th- so this is a common superstition? It is. I looked into it, and it, I did find it on a couple lists of theater superstitions. I did find I mean, it in a cat superstition article. To be fair, there's a lot of professions with a lot of superstitions. And, so wait, hold on, wait. Hold on, I'm I'm putting I'm putting lines together. Okay. okay. This so is did, apparently I found it in multiple articles, so I'm gonna say yes. So Andrew Lloyd Webber, yes, used black magic to make his play cats run forever. Because cats, but <laughs> they're not actual cats. Though. They're not actual cats. But they're not actual cats, but that there is a correlation. Well, hey, well, yeah, I see it. Draw the, yarn. This is me. Walls of yarn and newspaper. It has I gotta no- get this out of my basement. <laughs> uh, Kip has pulled the cat diagram into the conspiracy of the cat there's show. Just a, there's just a silhouette of a cla- of a cat and red circles around it. So, a bunch tell of me more about I don't want these newspaper do. clippings about cats. What are the cats' name? What is the like? There's Sassafras or something. Yeah, there's like you know. I've never seen cats. Victoria I- is one of them. Here we go. Grizabella, Rumtum Tugger, yeah. Mr. Mistopheles, McCavity. Bombalarina, Jemima. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So anyway, if you if you're a theater folk, bring a cat to opening night and release it in the back of the. Uh, yeah, if you don't house. release it, I feel like you could just put it in its safe carrier <laughs> on the seat. seat. Yeah. Yep. And hopefully the cat will not just sleep, but will watch. And what of? Okay, so this is my last. Cat to work day. Oh so this is my. This is my last little cat fun fact. Mm-hmm. I. I I only found it like one article, but I love it too much, so I'm going to include it. And uh, the French have an old tale about letting cats out at a crossroads with five crossroads. Specifically, it has to have five intersections. That's a lot of. That's, that's a lot. That's uh, a lot. But that's if you release the cat, what? Call that a, uh, a, a roundabout. Oh. <laughs> no, it, it's a crossroad with five different intersecting points. Oh, really, really. But um, uh, maybe it's more common in France. Who knows? That sounds terrible. I feel like that through. should be a roundabout. I think it was more it like walking peasantry. Oh, foot traffic. Foot traffic. Uh, okay. Because you release it. It's almost like the city was built before cars. Yeah, so I, I, this Whoa. is more of an ancient <laughs> France thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we yeah. don't have, like, ancient United States right. stuff. You know what? Because I was... I'm, Those are... But they're not ours. No, they're not. We're talking about foot traffic. Okay, Okay, we're talking about, like... Specifically, to clarify, for us modern, dumb, dumb, dummy So you are a French peasantry. You take your cat in a basket. You walk to that five point. You release the cat. You follow the cat. It's supposed to lead you to treasure. 
Sure. Like That's Fox it. and Skyrim. I don't care. I just found it funny, so I'm including it. I, I really, like it. I like I it. I find you some bugs and mice. Me and boy. I, I, boy they, I'm putting boy in a basket. We're going to go to France. Uh-huh. We're going to find... <laughs> you know, if you're going to take a cat to do that, boy's a pretty good one to do that. Boy would be the best one. He would yeah. love it. Oh yeah! He's like, he, fuck yeah! This is my new place. This is my jam. Let's do it. So bonjour. Any questions? <laughs> so, no, just imagining him with like a slight southern accent. <laughs> bon, bonjour. Yeah. And then he's got a beret on. Mm-hmm. So because he's slightly any <laughs> other <laughs> definitely has has a thick accent. Yeah. So any uh, other questions anyway. or ideas about black cats that we want to mention before I move on to our black dog section? Uh, they're precious. Uh, they are and precious. I will have one one day. At least adopt one. They're fine. They're just I cats. Want, I want a black dog as well. You oh, do want a black dog. You can dog. have Charlie. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Rosie kidding. loves him. He's my baby. He is your baby. I love Charlie so much. He does this thing where now now I will do a thing where I'll punk him out with my shoulders. Like we'll have a stare down, right? And I look into his little beautiful little brown eyes, and he looks back into my beautiful blue eyes, and then I punk him. I'm like, huh, like that. And then he gets down with his butt in the air like puppies do when they're going to play. And then I do huh, again. And he goes, bark, bark, bark. And then I go, rah. And then he jumps up at me and then we hug. Aww. And it's so precious. And That's I love adorable. Him. It is yeah. so precious. Charlie's a good dog. Charlie's I would, a great I would, dog. I would kill for that dog. He's such a good boy. It's yes. like people people I mean, think that someone would break into your house and the dog kills that guy. No, I would fight him. I would, would be like, don't touch my dog. You drop down from the rafters with <laughs> knives. Like, so would I. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I have a couple of machete stash around the house. There you you do have machetes. I'm I actually do. a Buddhist. I can't kill anyone. But I could probably punch them in the face and then just eat that bad karma Self? for my next life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll be like, sorry. That would be worth it. To yeah. save so, yeah. so what you're saying is you love your dog enough to have bad karma put on your soul that you'll have to be reincarnated again and not find Nirvana. Well, you know what? I'll just delay Nirvana. A <laughs> delay little bit Nirvana. For my dog. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's that's a true sign of love. I mean, look, I'm very compassionate when it comes to Charlie only. <laughs> so, adopt your black cat. You don't have to kill them. You could have a baseball bat. You could just beat them unconscious. Anyway. It's still bad karma. You're protect. <laughs> That's self-defense. Nope. Bad karma. So, adopt your black cat. Okay. Because... You tell that to Buddha's face. I would rather not. <laughs> I just personally don't <laughs> no. agree with that. <laughs> look, I respect that. <laughs> Continue, COVID. <laughs> COVID, I'm sorry. Oh, it will continue on. <laughs> Um, so, you were clearing your throat. You were coughing. I was, I was, I was coughing at coughing. you. I was fake coughing at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's not a joke. But no, it's not. It's not. It's just dark times. We're um, living through hell times. It is anyway, very, yes. so um, adopt your black cats. They are good. They also have a far-reaching like point in history that I didn't know until this episode research. So I hope you people like this. It's like it's quite fascinating. It, it well, was wrinkles bother me. I didn't. It's fine. So we're moving on to black dogs, which are most. They got popular. What's the trend here? Um, superstition. It's almost like people don't like dark things. Hmm. Maybe we should stop being so. But also association <laughs> with black and death in a lot of Western culture, and also evil spirits, because that's what uh, we're getting into now. We're getting into the graveyard grim. They're just misunderstood. So actually, that is kind of correct because the grim. No, it's definitely correct. But anyway, yes, yeah, um, grim is. Well, if someone says, "Oh, there's grim outside," what do you guys think of when you think of that? Um, that the banshee is coming from my soul. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I mm-hmm. watched Harry Potter, so Black Dog. 
black dog, big black dog, uh, foreteller of disaster and woe. Yeah, something bad's coming. But actually, its history comes from a point of spiritual protection. Oh. So, back in... If I'm in, doomed, I would rather see a black dog than not see anything and just be doomed. So. That's fair. Traditional mid... a puppy before I die. Yeah, exactly. A puppy to rip your throat out. You know, Baby. there's worse ways. I have a black dog story that tell doesn't your... involve Charlie. No, let's go through this first and then I'll tell my okay. story. I've never I'll pin told it. anyone except for my husband. Oh, okay. Well, this is fascinating. Wow. Okay, so traditionally in the medieval period, when a new graveyard was established, mm-hmm. the first soul buried there would become the guardian of the graveyard. Um, Ew, a lot of pressure. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> you're supposed to be retired. So You're there's done. different variations. I don't want to on... pay taxes after I die. There's different. Servitude is even worse. So that's exactly what the priests thought at the time. Mm-hmm. And in different traditions, like there are some in the Germanic tradition where one person would be buried and then the next person. And buried would become the next keeper of the grave, and it would go oh, on and yes. on. So at least it's temporary. In some traditions, in the, the British, right? Awesome. Like community service. Yeah, yeah they like, oh, wait, my community service is going to be five minutes because here comes Bertha. So, <laughs> what was decided by the British priests because they were in fear of the human spirit being corrupted, trapped on Earth for that long, because they weren't. They were in between the human world and heaven. Right, right. So what they would do instead is they would bury a dog first in the cemetery. We're going to assume this dog died naturally. I don't think it did. It died naturally. It, it was a time. good church dog. No, it Loyal service. Wasn't. No, they murdered dogs. <laughs> but that dog would become the protector of the souls of okay, the graveyard. Okay, they sacrificed that animal. They, um, it died yeah, naturally. Sure it did not in a lot of circumstances, I'm sure. I'm sure it had to be purified and trained for its guard duty. And then it died of old age. And then it's when they not. hired... They Steven Seagal that dog and they snapped his neck and they said, shh. No. That's a terrible person. He, he, is a, he is an awful person. I, I listen well, to he him. just murdered a dog. I so his life and he's really... He but anyway, jerk. Um, yes, it's a. I'm talking about SNL Steven Seagal. Wait, that's still him though, because he plays. It's still him. <laughs> it's still him. Let's stop mentioning himself. his name. So, what I'm trying Stop's to say anyway. is, oh the gosh. story of the Grim is a big, ghastly ghost dog, spirit protector of the graveyard. By the way, murdered him. We're going to say it died of natural causes. It did not always die of natural causes. Died of percent chance. Of I would like to move on. So um, a lot of these stories in general will probably be, we're going to assume they died of natural causes. They didn't. That okay. would be nice for me right now to assume they did. Okay. We're going to assume they died of natural causes. Um, another grim that is at least storied, I'm not sure how, accurate the story is it's actually one of the few like really well-preserved medieval bridges from that time mm-hmm. it's in yorkshire national park across the loon river it's called the devil's bridge right so this bridge the myth says that basically i found a couple of versions of this myth but it's basically a farmer or shepherd had livestock that wandered across the river and they couldn't get back and the devil showed up was like hey Hey, what if I built you a bridge? What if I built you a bridge? And the <laughs> farmer is like, what's in it for you? And he's like, first soul that walks across the um, bridge becomes mine. Oh, that sneaky devil. And the uh, farmer and or shepherd went, 
Sure. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I love it. On completion of the bridge, the farmer shepherd tricked the devil by tossing bread across the bridge, and their farm dog raced across. So, there's the thing is, I have varying stories. So, one version is, like, his soul became the sacrifice. But the other version is, it's either dogs weren't considered to have a soul, so they weren't punitive, so the devil lost because he didn't get a soul. No. So okay, so either the devil doesn't get a soul, soul or, or the dog became the soul of the devil. The, that, and he didn't get a human to, soul, so yeah. he protected his master. Yeah, yeah. Dogs kind of get the short stick in mythology, from what I've read. Like cats, animals do. Animals cat, do. The cats were kind of badass. Like I, I tricked the goddess of labor to free Hercules, and I became the familiar to the goddess of magic. And this one's like my human threw bread across the bridge, and I chased it. I ran for it. <laughs> yep. um, and- but I got the bread. So, so like, I'm going to prefer the version of the story which basically said, like, well, dogs don't really have the same type of soul, so the devil wasn't after it. So he was like, burr, 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 and bounced off annoyed at the farmer. And they got this really cool bridge, which Why is... Why does he sound just like Thor? Be- burr, burr, burr. Burr, 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 because I don't make voices well. But um, that bridge is actually one of, like, the... One of the oldest bridges, like, in England, that's, like, well, it's a very good preserve of medieval architecture. It's very impressive for its time, and you can still visit it as a tourist. It doesn't, like, allow anything but foot traffic, but it's still very impressive. Yeah. It's a neat bridge. And that's in, across the Loon River in Yorkshire. Now, the last thing we're going to touch on briefly is Hellhounds, mm-hmm. which we've all heard of Hellhounds. We've seen Supernatural. If you haven't, nope. you should. I have not seen it. Okay. You know, you, the <laughs> Hellhounds are like flaming demon dogs from hell. Oh, so cute. Well, it's Supernatural, so you can't see them. They're invisible to humans. But. Yeah. So they kind of have, yet again, a hodgepodge of myths, which I will get to what probably it is at the end, but um, their variation, um, they're dogs who like died violently or died after like looking for their masters and could never find them. <laughs> like I said, the dogs are the short end of the mythology stick. And they joined the wild hunts is something I kept finding. I kind of know wild hunts are like a fey thing where like Artemis, the goddess Artemis will like lead yeah. wild hunts, and it's just like a, a caravan of crazy predators on this like moonlight hunt. Yeah. But um, another thing is like they were demon dogs who attacked churches. Yeah. But in a lot of stories, they also were like supernatural, they were demon dogs who would drag evil people down to hell. So, or people who made deals. With the devil, but it's like, but mostly the mythology talked about like evil people. There's a reference to even like a, a demon dog who like put uh, like dragged a priest down to hell because he was trying to rape someone. Good. So you know, there's like they they seem to have a mix of either they're trying to kill the church or they're trying to keep everything like kosher up there by by taking sinners, but. Yeah. Most um Yeah, the, the the hell heaven relationship is kind of complicated. It is. Yeah. <laughs> are they working together or are they not? But most historians really do chalk up these mythologies to myths to scare children to behave. Yeah. Which eh, eh, I, I mean just I 
don't agree with that approach. No, it's not a great <laughs> it's approach. It's not developing morality. No, no it's, it's not. It's developing it's fear. Barely, it's barely developing personal responsibility. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just a fear of consequences. That's not morality. Yeah, but no, a, a lot like, of... Hey, that's a wrong thing to do. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. that hurts people. Learn empathy. Yeah, learn yeah. empathy. No, learn fear <laughs> of the demon dog going to drag you to hell. Fear shouldn't be why you don't do something terrible. Yeah, but no. yeah, this kind of falls into guess what? Dogs aren't demons. They're not monsters, and they're normally only mean to humans if humans have been mean to them. Like dogs are kind of the most simple. The dogs are better than most people. Yeah, dogs are. So they're pretty much better than people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of all my uh, research material. Like I said, the the dog section was going to be pretty short and darker because dogs are sweet, simple people who really can't be. Kip, do you want to tell your dog story? I was driving home from North Georgia in a dark and stormy night. Uh-huh. It actually wasn't stormy. Okay, it was time. just a dark It was just night. dark. It was because really it was dark. night? Because it was night. And it was also in... Bum fuck nowhere, Georgia. Which, like, it was a lot of Georgia. It's a lot of, yeah. So, no street lights, two lane road. Like, the two lane road is one lane that goes down, yeah. one lane goes up. Yeah. Okay, I always get, you know, it's kind of like the whole next week conversation we had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, everyone. I don't know what next week means, apparently. Anyway. We use dates when we make plans. Yes. <laughs> anyway. It's the um, safest way. Yes. Um. So, anyway. Two-lane road, woods, new moon night, pitch black, nothing but headlights, you know? And I'm driving home from my friend's house, and suddenly there are cars stopped on the road. So, me being a normal human being, I also stop (laughs) because they're in my lane. They're not parked on the side of the road. There's, like, something happening. Right. Because there's no stoplights and no stop signs at where we're at. Is it even a road where you can pass at that point? It it was solid lines. So, no. Yeah. yeah. And plus, I just kind of knew that it was so unusual for there to be multiple cars stopped in the middle of a nowhere right, land. Something has got to be happening. Something's going on. And I didn't really, this is actually, this is going to be a trigger warning. Okay. So people who don't like upsetting stories, trigger warning. <laughs> okay. Trigger warning earlier also trigger, with the grunts. Sincerely early. Oh. So, um, so finally, so it's like a semi truck and then a car and then me. So, we're waiting there. I'm patient because I'm like, what's, what's going on? What's happening? Why are we stopped? This is not normal. And then suddenly the semi-truck starts to roll. And then the car in front of me rolls. And I, I don't know what happens, but suddenly I kind of feel like I'm alone on the road again. And I start to go. And as I go, something stumbles out of the woods towards me. And it is the biggest black dog I've ever seen in my life. It looked like some sort of like German Shepherd scraggly crossbreed thing. And its eyes shone in my headlights. It didn't get in front of me, but it was like kind of off to the side in front of me. Right. And it came out of the woods 
and stared directly at me with its shining eyes and it was solid black and it had blood in its mouth and I left. That would be the smart choice. <laughs> because I was like, I can't save this one. <laughs> that one I don't think wanted. That's dark. I don't know That's creepy. if that dog was even real. <laughs> I was not on anything. Were you very tired? I haven't, I don't have stories of me hallucinating. Mm. It's not a thing I do. Right, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, it, it. That's a creepy anyway, one. I haven't told anyone that because what the fuck? That's a fucking creepy one. I don't remember if anything bad happened to me afterwards or what, but that, that happened to me. <laughs> there weren't any, any animals on the side of the roof. No, but this dog, it did. It totally, it stumbled out of the woods. Maybe, I'm guessing, okay, my atheist brain pops in. It's like right. the semi-truck hit the dog, freaked out, didn't know what to do, and left. And then by the time... Couldn't the, see the dog, and the dog ran off. The like, dog ran off, and they were like, I don't know what happened, I'm just going to go. And then they left, and then that, then we all started moving, and then the dog stumbled out. To see what that happened. I was going to go. Right. I think that was the dog that could have gotten hit. Question mark. It yeah. had blood in its mouth, you know, and so it could have been injured, you know. Right. Realistically, that's that's what I think could have happened. But I that those are a thousand question marks. Like I don't know what. But happened. also, middle of the nowhere, creepy night, black. I mean, shiny. honestly, strange injured animals. You should be cautious. As well. Yeah, yeah, because especially when they're predator type animals yeah. yeah and i have no way of knowing if that was the dog's blood or someone else's blood. right it could have killed an animal Ooh, too spooky because yeah. it also the semi could have like nicked an animal that ran into it and that's yeah. what the a dog deer. yeah Maybe it could have just been a stray dog that was like hey food yeah you know yeah. some sort of weird black german shepherd which is not going to be uncommon for rednecks in north georgia you know <laughs> I do actually remember one more black... Also, I'm okay. not saying that just rednecks own German Shepherds. Everyone who loves German Shepherds, I also love German Shepherds. I'm not stereotyping. I love you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I have one more graveyard dog topic, which is a little less... Because it's not actually about a real dog. It's a mythology mm -hmm. that I found on another research. It wasn't for this episode. It's literally I was doing some character research for a separate thing. Mm -hmm. But I, I totally forgot about it until just now. Um, there is a Brazilian myth mm -hmm. about a monstrous dog creature who is basically keeper of... So, okay. Let me backtrack a little. So this myth I'm talking about is one, it is a myth from the Guarani mythology, which are the original locals of the Brazilian area before colonization. Yes. So the thing is, when colonization happens, myths get twisted, especially cultures with oral histories. Yeah. So what I'm talking about is the best from thing. From the Spaniards and the conquistadors, that would have been Catholicism. Yes. It gets, uh, it's kind of interesting because I was looking into this in reference to, which I'll get into. Hang yeah. on. But um, the Guarani mythology has um, basically, from what I can understand of it, because this is a translation of an oral history that has been semi-preserved, but also 
butchered and bastardized by um not necessarily bastardized but like a combination of different cultures coming together so things change um basically there seems to be a part of the pantheon of this deals with uh seven children of tau and karana mm-hmm. And the seventh child is the one I'm talking about, which is Luson. Luson is the seventh and cursed child who happened to be a wolf or dog-like creature who, in some variations, was a monster. In some variations, were keeper of the dead and graveyards. But it got folded into different um, versions of it where it basically kind of became like lupine Mm -hmm. or werewolf. Mm-hmm. And it also not has like rabbit. not rabid, but like <laughs> no, of, I said rabbit. Oh, not rabbit. No, no, like <laughs> uh, sorry, of the joke, moon. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so there's no really original records, but a lot of the stories originally tell it as like a keeper of the dead or the graveyard, but it got mixed in with Catholicism as like the seventh child of a seventh child is cursed under as a werewolf. Mm-hmm. So it was just a neat little. I think little add on to the um, graveyard dog, how um, Brazil had a similar myth in a way, but then it got changed into werewolves by okay. Catholicism. Sure. And it's also a fun little mix on the uh, Anglo Saxon seventh son of a seventh son being like magical in a way. Okay. But it's like magical in a darker sense. Yeah. Like uh, if you're ever a seventh son of a seventh son, like they're like, bring them to a church and baptize them under the saint. And that's how you fix their uh, werewolfism. Um, you know, when your kid's born in Brazil and happens to be a werewolf. Sure. Yeah. So, when I, you, so I, yeah, I just thought that was very interesting because, like, I looked this up for a, a character for who is a seventh child of a seventh child. And I was oh, like, nice. what other cultures have these myths? And I found that. I was like, that's so fascinating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually recently found out that the Florida man that ate the face off of that one guy was actually suffering from a psychological condition that's tied to werewolfism. Oh! It wasn't just bath salts? No, no, it was actually a rich kid that was going crazy. Oh, Oh I thought it was a drug-induced thing. It might have happened multiple times because it's Florida, (laughs) but the one time I heard it was actually not bath salts, and it wasn't a homeless guy. It was a rich white kid in Palm Beach. Yeah, (laughs) because there was that time period where several happened all around the same time. It was also very big in the zombie, like right when Walking Dead became very popular, and they're like... Is that a zombie? No, that's not a zombie. No, Zombies aren't real. Salts. Oh, it's yeah. just oh, it's drugs. Oh, thank yeah. God. It's it's weird because it's like uh, zombies have been the only mon- quote unquote monster that has ever actually scared me. Because what of uh, a weird human to human virus is felt, might be scary. Yeah, it felt very realistic. <sighs> what and, uh, like in a pandemic? It it's almost like there's like a pandemic, pandemic. or something like yeah. that. I mean, it just seemed plausible to me and really got under my skin. I don't know why. Yeah, I know anyway. a lot of people stopped playing. <laughs> pandemic a lot once the pandemic started which is sad because it's a fun board game yeah it's great yeah anyway too real too real not right hashtag too soon uh does he have still during so yeah so does he have any fun stories for us uh just some miscellaneous ones that i looked up and wasn't familiar with and thought they were interesting tell us Um, super excited and all of these are as negative as, I guess, what we were kind of going with. They're just superstitions. No blood mouth dog? I was looking no. specifically for Grimm's. No, like, I, I wanted know. to I do know. the digging into that particular myth. And I, and I love that it's happening during spooky season. So. Yeah. So, oh, happy spooky season. Happy spooky season. 
But anyway, just a list like goldfish are believed to bring good luck, happiness, and a marriage. Oh, that's oh, nice. nice. That's a good one. Goldfish are nice. Uh, the sighting of a single fox is believed to be a good fortune sign. Uh, apparently, a lot of cultures say that crossing paths with a group of foxes is, is very negative. Yeah, it's really they 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 love to do those little like one fox is good, three mm-mm. that's too many, too many foxes. Too many. Um, another is that people relate bats to witches as well, yeah. vampires, and therefore yeah. see them negatively. I actually, so I actually almost did a full separate third section with bats, which maybe we can do a bat episode. I would love to do a bat oh, episode. They aren't pets, but they are wildlife who get a bad rep, and they're actually very important pollinators for our mm-hmm. world. I know I think, they're very important. Yeah, I think they're they're, I think they're good enough for pet parents pod. We might I be. Mean, bats uh, are very important, and people should generally stay out of their habitat so that maybe we don't get. Some diseases can Let's educate some people. From we bats can, to people, and if we're, stuff if we're opening it up to bats, we can open it up to bees. Hmm? Well, well, there are bees. Keep bees. Uh, my um, my uncle actually had a set of bees. <gasps> Is he around? Oh, he died. Oh, I bees. <laughs> Love yeah. you, Welcome David. Welcome to death episode number three. <laughs> uh, it, was it was a couple years. It was from the before times. It was before the before times. Yeah. I'm so glad that he didn't get to witness the pandemic. I remember that. Oh, God, I don't think I want to deal with I love David. I wouldn't want to deal with him during the pandemic. He would have gone in weird directions. I love him. Not in this political climate. But anyway. No. <laughs> He's sweet, man. Mm-hmm. He yeah, cooked um, real well. So Poland and China see bats as a sign of happy and long life. Do you want to save for a separate? Because we're on an hour now. We can do a bat foxes, like wildlife superstition episode. We could have a separate Halloween, end of Halloween episode. Yeah, October. I mean, you know, we have plenty, sure. plenty yeah. of time okay. for spoopy. Yeah, we'll do s- some more spoopy slash just wildlife. Ooh, well, we did a spider. We did a spider episode, but we didn't do spiders. More spiders. Spider superstitions. Ooh, That's okay. True. So we're going to come back with a superstition part two. Yeah, happy spoopy season, everybody. We're trying to be a little bit more holiday-themed now that we know when everything's going up than when we first rolled this out. We're like, just get in there, record something. Just put out content. <laughs> Keep the content rolling. Spoopy season is just very important, you guys. It's the most mm-hmm. wonderful time of the year. It is the most wonderful time of the year. We all know this. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Christmas, too, but Halloween's better. Yeah, yeah. Halloween is far superior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christmas is nice, but... Halloween just you don't get it's to very different. They're both very different. They are. You don't get to decorate as, with cats and bats and skeletons as much and cute little ghosts. And there's a cute Insane little blood stuff. There's like, a cute yeah. little grim reaper at Target. And it doesn't match her decor, but I'm getting it. It's going to go on the back deck and it's going to be adorable. I am so happy because Heath likes more realistic, and I'm on the cute side of Halloween, I and it's to a put, struggle. Like, horse skeletons and stuff when I have the money for that in the front yard. He wants and to I'm just fly like, I'm in this cute little cartoon ring. <laughs> He's so cute. And I'm like, that doesn't go in the front, though. He's but also, so it's, cute. it's small enough to steal, and I feel like nobody... Okay, the theft is not an issue in our area, but I feel like it should still be on the back deck because it's lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's, and there's an outlet. the outlet. Yes. Okay, so See, I'm, I'm going to get I'm, him this week, then. What? What? From anyway, Target? I'm doing... I didn't doing realize a... that was happening this week, you guys, but apparently we're getting a little Grim Reaper this week. Okay. <laughs> I, I will wait. I'm doing, like, a cottagecore Halloween oh. where it's, like, leaves and pumpkins, except... Also bats. Nice. Bats are cute. <laughs> okay. I love bats. Bats are my favorite. Bats are great. So we'll do a 
part two of superstitions okay. sometime. Superstition. It's very superstitious. The writing's on the wall. Yeah. yeah. Five months, baby, broken looking glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. Pet Parents Pod. Our link to our Discord is on the main page of our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, and then you can chat with us. We chat more casually. We post a lot of photos on Instagram, but there's more conversation on Discord. You can also email us at petparentspot at gmail.com. And we will continue to get more spooky as the spooky season continues. And good luck with your spooky dreams. Goodbye. Bye. Forever. Bye. Forever. <laughs>